0: Here we go. You guys read in? <laughs> I
1: gotta, yeah. I'm, 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 I am i want see. It's fascinating. Yeah. By the way, I'm skipping the first two stories.
2: Yeah, it's not April
1: 20th. Yeah, we, we're rehashing because we haven't uh, done this in a couple it's weeks. It's a catch-up show. Yep. Yeah. Because one of us left the country.
0: Who left the country?
1: The terrorist over there.
3: <laughs> Where did you go? I went to the uh, one of the terrorist capitals of the world. Apparently, I went to India. I don't think she. She doesn't you. believe.
0: I don't.
3: He did. He went I'm serious. When? Last week.
0: And you're already back? Yeah,
3: got back Sunday. What
0: did you go there for? For work.
3: It was work related. It wasn't. That
2: wasn't for change. fun.
3: Like. Work-related, like what do
2: you do? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Usually, the, the jobs go to India, the get people. <laughs> I know. Right, right. I outsourced myself. Really, the Indian, Indian people don't go to India that much.
3: <laughs> Believe it or not, I'm in the computer systems, and I outsourced <laughs> myself. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's weird. Really? I know. I did the opposite.
2: Oh, here, babe. This chair is on its last legs. Yeah, I was about to say something. Evening. You too. Thank you I'm very back much. We're glad you're back safe from India, Thank the you. terrorist capital of the world. Exactly. I just
1: look you. We can't podcast She that. still now doesn't I'm, believe me. They're playing my favorite song. I need to dance. <laughs>
3: this is the part where we line up together and do the uh, two behind Mick. Mickaelis. Yeah, he's got a bit <laughs> We'll do the same thing. It's him. You know.
2: Okay. Well, the year is 2010. It's the 5th of May, Cinco de, de Mayo. And you're waist away in the North Coast on Cinco de Mayo with Amigo Schmo, Amigo Mike, and Mickey. I
1: thought it'd be some Indian. What's Indian for? Oh, I'm thinking
3: it's the Cinco de Mayo. Oh, here
2: we go. I thought
1: Mickey for sure would say Amigo Mick. didn't even receive it. I didn't even make the. I'm, I'm just so Americanized. I did not make the. <laughs> the holiday is apparently American, American. pretty much anyway. Made up. But hey,
2: it is a de mile, and we're rehashing. We haven't been together in a few weeks, and so what's going on? Uh, oh,
1: Buffett started his tour.
2: <clears throat>
1: yeah, that's that's the big news. Yeah, um, big Top Tour. The Big Top Tour started in uh, on April 24. Jimmy played Tampa, and then uh, followed up with shows in Atlanta, St. Louis, and Nashville. Ending uh, the first leg on May 1st, he started broadcasting the sound checks on Ustream and then a few songs during the concert on Ustream. Um, did you guys happen to check that out? I never got to I check do that out. I was afraid that it was going to uh, conf- conflict with my recording of the concerts themselves, so I uh, I held off on the first night. but then. Uh, I, I tried it out uh, for the Atlanta show, because uh, Zach Brown was supposed to be a guest, so I figured I'd, it'd be cool to see that as well as hear it. So I did check it out, and it worked out pretty well. And uh, I, was able to, I was able to capture some of the video, and that's what we got on the site. A little snippet of Zach Brown and Jimmy doing Where the Boat Leaves From. Because they don't archive stuff at the Ustream account, which is a shame. You can't uh, watch the old videos on demand. They uh, they just do them live, and that's it.
3: It's kind of straight. Yeah.
1: yeah. At the Atlanta Soundcheck, Jimmy was shown logging into UStream on his iPad and posting a comment. And by Saturday for the Nashville show, it was decided to stream the entire concert. So that's a new development. So now you can you can hear the concerts on Sirius or XM and view the concert on Ustream. And in comparing Ustream, I found out that Ustream was way ahead of the Sirius XM feed, which was surprising. It's substantially ahead of the Sirius XM feed.
2: okay
3: Oh, there's somebody out
1: there? We closed the I doors I didn't even
2: see him. <laughs> I
1: closed the doors you on my team didn't know
3: anybody was out there.
1: Uh-huh. I thought for sure we. You didn't know anybody was out there. Yeah, yeah. that's why I closed
3: the doors. I'm surprised there wasn't some panic or something. Yeah. I don't think it's
1: was. Oh well. <laughs> <Not> <laughs> I feel bad.
0: about the doors? You got to make sure they don't lock.
1: Yeah, no doubt. The scaling fences back there. And uh, did you guys listen to any of the shows? I did the not. Four shows. Yes. Um, I lame. listened to the Tampa show. Okay, cool. I didn't so, give it special attention. It was playing in the house while yeah. I was walking around. I was hoping we could discuss the Tampa show. Because, uh, I mean, we got—we're already four shows in the hole that I have to do concert roundups for. <laughs> well, I, so I, I, I don't mean, know.
2: I heard it. You know, nothing big surprises
1: except for where the boat leaves from. And I didn't. I meant to put the set listed, but I didn't. There's a story on Billboard.com, Encore's debuts at number 7 on this week's Billboard 200 album chart. That's pretty darn good, number
2: 7. Yeah, it is for uh,
1: just Walmart. Yeah, Yeah, we were talking about how uh, it was estimated to be between 30,000 and 35,000. Apparently it was 31,000 um, units the record sold. The industry must be hurting. If
3: that's like a number 7 release, 31,000 units
1: that's awful over number seven. Billboard goes on to say that the double-length album is available exclusively through Walmart, Buffett's Margaritaville retail stores, and its website. Encores is Buffett's ninth top ten album, and the first since 2006, Take the Weather With You, which debuted and peaked at number four. Also, on that day, April 28th, Jimmy Buffett's bass guitarist, Jim Mayer, had his acoustic bass ukulele stolen at the Atlanta show, or after the Atlanta show. After the concert, around 11.30pm, two guys got on stage, both acting drunk. The first one distracted security, and the second one grabbed Jim Mayer's Kala acoustic bass ukulele with black strings. And the serial number of it is number 907. So uh, we go on record as saying that was a really shitty thing to do. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah.
2: That's, is that's what... Is it No.
1: If so, we lock people out in the rain. <laughs> that's what concession stands are for. If you want to a souvenir, just buy a t-shirt. You don't steal the musician's yeah, instruments.
3: I'm surprised they would take an instrument like that, it's not like a very, uh, you know, common thing. They were at our
1: last one in this, so they has their <laughs> <laughs> wow, stuff going on. <laughs> on. April 30th, Jimmy Buffett recorded a song with Zac Brown called Knee Deep. It will be on Zach Brown Band's new studio album, titled You Get What You Give, out in August. Uh, according to the article, it is a great summer song. Well, that sounds cool, I' huh? To hear what that's going to sound like.
2: Yeah.
1: From Margaritaville, May is National Hamburger Month, and naturally Margaritaville is celebrating. This year, Margaritaville celebrates all things hamburger with Meet Us at Margaritaville, and Meet is spelled M E A T. A month long promotion focusing on the American classic and offering a variety of burger and beverage features. Quote, with close to 25 years of serving up our signature cheeseburger in paradise, we have guests that have grown up on our burgers, end quote, explains Tamara Baldanza, Margaritaville's director of marketing, which is a great name to say. Everybody, just say it to yourself. Tamara Baldanza.
3: Baldanza. (laughs) Baldanza.
1: (laughs) It only makes sense that during National Hamburger Month we would celebrate this great American food and the folks who love to eat them.
3: I'm going to... I think we're going to go to the, uh, to Universal next week. So if, if we do, I'm definitely stopping in the old uh, Orlando Margarita bill. Yeah, I'll have to join them for yep. uh, Hamburger Month. And meet them in Margarita. I'll meet yeah. them at M-E-A-T.
1: Some late-breaking news. May 4th, the airport's authority of Jamaica said singer-songwriter Jimmy Buffett and not Warren Buffett, as was announced on Monday, will be the celebrity visiting Jamaica on Friday, May 7th. Buffett of Margaritaville fame will be here on the on the special invitation of Chris Blackwell of Island Outpost, and will be the first to land in in his private jet on the upgraded, Baskabel Baskobel Aerodrome in Saint Mary, says the airport's authority. And Chris Chris Blackwell is also the guy that started Island Records. Um, Margaritaville Records was part of my Island Records for a while, and Chris Blackwell was also famous for finding Bob Marley and being the uh, guy that released U2 for several years. Also late breaking news from Buffett World, they uh, were the ones back in December that uh, broke the story about the uh, Palm Beach Airport creating departure routes based on, on Buffett terms, like uh, B-U-F-I-T was one of them and Utley was another term and Finns is another term. and. Uh, it took Buffett this long to release a statement on the fact that they've created these departure routes. And he said just today, or just released today, the first thing that came to my mind was, what would Orville and Wilbur Wright think about all this? I am honored to be a departure from Palm Beach. I hope it is a path that takes many pilots and passengers on magical voyages.
2: He must have heard on the podcast. decided <laughs> better... We better yeah, that was a long step. time ago. Yeah, yeah, back in December. Yeah, well, you know,
1: hey, it's, it's just going to snowball. The Buffett 1 departure, as it's called, is used for standardizing routes for aircraft taking off from Palm Beach and departing to the south. Obviously, this is a route that Jimmy himself is likely to take often. And there are a couple older stories um, that. There's one story that's kind of interesting, but I think I'm just going to save it for the website. Uh, at wastingaway.net, There's also another story dated April 21st that uh, Bruce Coburn is going to release a memoir through HarperCollins. And I only mention that because Jimmy has covered Bruce Coburn so many times. And here's one example of Bruce Coburn doing something that Jimmy did first. So it's kind of... It's it's a switch. (laughs) Yeah, it's covering. And... uh, He's going to be writing his memoirs, and they're going to be released in April, 2012. And the press release even says that uh, it even mentions Buffett. Uh, the Canadian musician, uh, the Canadian music icon was born in Ottawa in 1945. He has 30 albums, numerous awards, and his songs have been covered by artists such as Jimmy Buffett, K.D. Lang, and Naked Ladies. And we can't uh, forget to mention that the Big Tap Tour resumes quite soon. Uh, the next show is on May 15th at Deer Creek in Indiana. And the next show is in Cincinnati on May 17th. That's a Monday. And after that, it's Houston on Thursday, May 20th, and Saturday, May 22nd in Dallas. And that's the next four shows. And then Jimmy's off for about a month. He's going to be coming back in middle of June
3: that Deer Creek and uh, Cincinnati, those shows are kind of early, like for uh, this time of, for, for weather-wise. You know, there could be,
1: who knows, up this far north. Yep. Get some crappy weather that time of year. Indianapolis and Cincinnati Yeah. on it's Saturday and Monday. Wow. That's it? That's it from the pulpit uh, i've been listening to the last few shows, and they 've been just me for like forty <laughs> minutes i'm done <laughs> I know he reads his thing I did
2: get inquiries like who's the one that talks all the time <laughs> and I said, it wasn't me it's was Mick
1: <laughs> yeah he just won't shut the hell up he thinks well, he, he knows every ghost <laughs> yeah he's got the that's what our shows are all based around well i I had the Tampa it's my show. Best Rescue Hello. those people. They're stranded out there. There we go. That's hilarious. I looked
2: out. You must have been <laughs> cowering in the shadows. <laughs> that yeah, you I just walked in and Mickey was slanted. From doors. their point of
3: view, all of a sudden this guy shuts the doors. <laughs> That's it. You're out of here.
2: <laughs> you're cut off. You're too late. Anyway, I was listening to the Tampa show. It's the only one I got to listen to. Just playing loop, and nothing really stands out except for where the boat leaves from. Yep,
1: so I and I, I, I'm sorry, I you have the set list. Yeah, there's the set list right here. <clears throat> <clears throat> I printed up all four of them, but I figured for a new tour, we wanted us so to concentrate on the first night. And so, uh, yeah, Jimmy now has an opening act, because uh, Elo performed two songs. Oh, just two songs? Yeah, just two. Yeah, but before that's the show.
3: That's as it should be. That's that's yeah, good. That's exactly. This yeah. is good news. Yeah.
1: And I think for the Tampa show he he performed the two songs we know. And then for other shows he was doing songs I've never heard because I only know the two songs. I I don't know, has he ever released his C D? Is the C D actually out yet or is I it still know, I don't on? know. Still in the production stages? We'll have to it seems <laughs> like it seems like we should have gotten it and gotten sick of it already. <laughs> I'm with Listener Ed on this. I still don't understand what the big deal is with. I Elo. like that that uh, "Let Me Love You" song. I like that.
2: it's so, okay. it's just, but yeah, is an opening. In fact, I might,
3: sure. I might buy it.
1: But. Uh, they uh, continued. The, uh, the, the pre-show interview was kind of rushed because I guess was, I believe Ilo was already on stage when they, when they started it. Um, all the shows are kind of blurring together. I don't know. There was one show where they kind of sneaked in the pre-show interview during Hot, Hot, Hot. And, wow. uh, but I don't think it was the Tampa one. I think the Tampa one started with the interview. And Jimmy mentioned that he had he was he had been in Ho- in Hawaii previous to the start of the tour, and he crashed the Lost Rap Party that was thrown by Evangeline Lilly. She threw uh, a party a week before the actual rap of the show, just so everybody would still be on the island. And uh, he mentioned that Jimmy made a point to mention that he met Jorge Garcia and Hurley, even though they're the same person. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy doesn't watch a lot. <laughs> uh, uh, maybe, he's, maybe he's thinking of the, the Jorge Garcia that's on the island and the Jorge Garcia that's on the mainland, yeah. the, the uh, Flash Sideways. <laughs> but uh, it just so happens, just in time for the recording, that last night, Jorge Garcia was on Jimmy Kimmel Live, and he mentioned running into Buffett. And here's what he had to say. Did you guys have a big party afterwards? We had a couple.
0: Yeah, yeah. You did. Yeah. It, it, actually, Evie threw a huge party um, the week before we finished rapping. Gotcha. Um, giant party in cool Oil Ranch. Which Jimmy is... Buffett crashed it. it. Jimmy, The Jimmy Buffett? Yeah. <laughs> nice. Kind of. <laughs> kind of odd, and then suddenly ran into him. Well, it makes sense that it would be an odd that an odd thing would happen at the Lost Rap Party. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I mean, he's island themed too. He is. He's like, I think he lives on every island. He's like yeah, franchise he now is. or something. Did he sing? He did. He, he did? did a couple tunes. Wow. Yeah. That's all right. That must have been fun. It was kind of cool. Yeah, I would think so. Slam, 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 slam. They're
1: just. It's like a wild party. <laughs> I, know, it's... I think, no, it sounds like a, a feuding couple is what it sounds like. <laughs>
2: Gosh, our studio is overrun. We're spoiled it's just usually. just pathway. Of course, on a night when the jukebox is silent <laughs> right now, I think.
1: And Jimmy's still using hot, hot, hot to uh, rev up the crowd and the big first song was not what I predicted I said that it was going to be Big Top, Yeah. but Jimmy wisely saved the the big title track for later in, in the show. He started off with Nobody From Nowhere, which makes sense, but then when I heard it it was kind of a letdown because he played that song last year. Mm-hmm. And then I thought the next song was a letdown because it was licensed to chill, which he's done before. Yeah, and many times. and it it took a he was bringing back songs like Knees of My Heart and even Frank and Lola that and and if the phone doesn't ring, that were kinda of rare but weren't exactly rare. They he done them only like a couple years before at most. And and so it was kind of disappointing. But then Um then he did the Zach Brown song, which I did not expect. He did Where the Boat Leaves From. It was uh, the tenth song. And that suddenly went, it was suddenly something I didn't expect. And that's, it kind of got me all revved up again. And that's when I sent Schmo the text to see if he was listening too. Yeah. I liked it. Yeah, it was a good, it was a good rendition. Um, that's a good he song. In, he invited other reefers to, to sing along. There were there were people taking the lead that I don't think I'd heard before. Hmm. I think, uh, I I don't even, I'm not even sure who sang it because I wasn't watching, but there were a couple people that, uh, there were a couple voices that I I didn't recognize. So it was like everybody was joining in on this one. What do my notes say? Yeah, the uh, License to Chill had only been performed back in February in the Fort Lauderdale concert, so that was no big deal. And Knees of My Heart was, the last time that was played was uh, 2008 in Paris. And Frank and Lola was uh, September uh, September third, two thousand nine in Bristow. So that wasn't a big deal. If the phone doesn't ring, uh, hadn't been played since two thousand four back in Deer Creek. So I guess that's kind of a rare one. But I, I guess we've seen Buffett so long that we've seen the songs. We've seen the songs perform new then they die out then they're brought back mm-hmm. and now they're brought back again yeah. and it's not a big deal because yeah. we've already been through that resurgence yeah. which just means we're old I <laughs> know no, that's all it that means I'm about that. because you're
2: right you're, you're <laughs> right
1: and uh, one particular harbor had a uh, which was the next song after where the boat leaves from had a different arrangement that was that was uh, oh you know I should so I've got two sets of notes that I need to refer to um, yeah, going back earlier, after Knees of My Heart, Jimmy did uh, 5 o'clock somewhere, and uh, Jimmy and Mac had some fun with the uh, intro. It seems to be the, that's their spot for, uh, for hijinks and tomfoolery, <laughs> and it uh, didn't change this time either.
0: What is that smell out there? Mm. must be a brush fire in the Everglades going on out there I am a big believer in Florida agriculture how about you, entertainer of the year in the CMA uh-huh. <laughs> Mr. out. I like to think of it as a controlled burn oh okay Yeah, we can do that You have opened up a can of worms there, my friend. What time is it? What time is it? (laughs) Speaking of time. (laughs) Oh, yeah, what time is it? Oh, let's go to that one. All right. Help me, help me.
1: Friendly fire. And then with Volcano, Jimmy uh, made a big deal at the beginning during the pre show. Uh, that uh, he had rewritten the song to take the, the uh, Icelandic volcano into account. He, had, he said that he rewrote it. But when I heard it, it seemed like he only changed a couple lines, which he does all the time. Yeah. So it didn't seem like that big a deal. But since then, it seems like he's made more changes to it when he hasn't pointed it out than on this particular night.
0: Suffer smoke up in Icelandic sky all over Europe, nobody can fly. I told them so.
1: And still in the first half, after, if the phone doesn't ring, uh, the next song was Wings, which was interesting to hear. And I figured that since it's part of the new CD, that it would, that it would, be, it would be part of the, uh, the set list. But this uh, night was the only time he played it of the four shows that we've heard.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And after Wings, they did What About Leaves From.
0: The problem is that you're down
2: there There's a pretty good island somewhere I'll ride their floats, don't bring your coats You don't need them where you are going So get away to where the boat leaves
0: from it Takes away all your big problems Words you can drop them in the blue ocean But you gotta get away to where the boat leaves from Does it work for me? Yeah, yeah or Will it work for you? Yeah, yeah If you believe it will Yeah, yeah it Will come true
1: and after that, it was one particular harbor, and it was—it seemed like a new arrangement. I swear, I heard like an accordion at the beginning of it. I didn't huh. And also, um, at the at the end of it, um, when Mr. Utley goes wild on the keyboards, I think he he forgot to hit a button or accidentally hit a button, and his keyboard sound was—it didn't sound like a piano. It's like an accordion. No, it wasn't. <laughs> it didn't sound like an accordion. It sounded like a wild synth. <laughs> and I think even he 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 realized it after the fact, and and quickly changed and went back to a piano song. But it was kind of wild at the at that point. And the final song for the first half was Big Top. He saved the title track for the end of the first half. And then for Intermission, they did uh, they did Toast from the GAC concert, GAC show. And they also played the Drawls movie.
3: Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: They dusted that off? Man. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> and then they, uh, they played Money Back in. Did, did he follow it up with...
3: Uh... Up the heat and chill the rose. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's what I was thinking. That's when, when he came back on stage, he even made a reference to draws. I like that draws movie, that's a classic.
0: Yeah, we were uh, that was pretty cool. I told you, we're, we're mining deep on this big top tour, you know. So, uh,
1: and I'm thinking, he's gonna, he's he deliberately set us up to screw us over. <laughs> And I was really afraid of that, but they did something else. But between Draws and him coming back, they also played Money Back guarantee, but it was a studio track. Mm -hmm. But anyway, uh, Jimmy came back with uh, Everybody's on the Phone, and I also caught a a reference to Facebook in the lyrics, so I guess that's changed too, because I don't remember a a reference to Facebook in the the original song. Mm -hmm. Well, you can read the next songs. I'm sick of this. <laughs> Everybody's on the phone, then Jamaica Mistake. And at that, that I didn't realize he played that. Yeah, Jimmy made fun of uh, Mr. Utley's shoes at the beginning of the song.
0: But before we do the Jamaica Mistake, I just think you should step out and show the crowd those beautiful shoes. This looks like Old Man Miami to me. I don't know. Come on, come on, let's see this. Wardrobe Lady had a flashback on that one, I believe. Do they make you play better? Do they make your... Absolutely, alright.
1: That seems like he's played that pretty recently too. Yeah, I didn't even make note of that. Yeah. I think it's I think it's the same thing. That's not a big They've deal.
2: Been re- There's been a resurgence, then
3: yeah. they go away. I guess maybe weekend. because it was never really a big favorite of mine. Uh,
1: yeah, it's, it's one of the ones I picked up. Yeah. It's got such a go away one for a little while. hook. There's so many songs that he keeps bringing back that mean nothing to me. And Jamaica Mistake is one of them. Yeah, needs to rest for a while. Um, Criola.
2: And uh, Nadira was featured in this. That
1: she did lead on that. And Jimmy played ukulele, so they say. Not that you can tell, but (laughs) it was, uh, I guess it was another plug for Nadira's album. Although they didn't specifically mention Nadira's album. That's a good song, though. And where he always says it wrong, "Ode to the Storyteller" or whatever. Not to the storyteller. Yeah, Buffalo just calls it "Ode." Yeah, that's right. That's right. I think it's. Yeah, I, I had it. I had it. <laughs> you did it. His way. Mm.
2: Cheeseburger in Paradise, then Son of a Son of a Sailor.
0: I could not uh, make a trip to the West Coast of Florida without thinking about some great voyages that commenced coming out of Tampa Bay for me over the years, and the most memorable one, I guess. Anybody out there that might have been on the, uh, the infamous cruise of the Tom Sawyer Riverboat on Tampa Bay one evening, many years ago, somebody, a local, uh, Johnny Green, my, my dear friend, if he's out there, the Green Bean, uh, offered us a job to come play on a riverboat. Now, let's think about a riverboat in Tampa Bay. What the hell is that all about? Well, we were young and stupid and we didn't care. So of course that night when the riverboat went out in Tampa Bay, in comes the great storm off of the Gulf. And we, let's just say, had a hell of a ride out there. Fortunately, survived it all and uh, put another one of those adventures under our belt as sailors that we are. So all you sons and sons of sailors out
2: there, here we go. And come Monday. And then uh, dug a Little deep for Cuban Crime and Passion. And you have written down here what Fort Lauderdale and uh, oh
1: yeah, it was only 2010, so it wasn't that big a deal. It was February 2010. Last That's time it was pretty recent, so that wasn't a big deal. But it was kind of interesting because uh, uh, Mr. Utley, um, before the song before started playing the keyboard to "Cuban Crime of Passion," but it was like you could tell that he wasn't starting the song. He was just kind of like practicing. Oh. Okay. But it was so obviously the beginning of Cuban Crime of Passion that it was kind of funny. To hear he meant to have the volume off or something. Yeah, he was just kind of noodling around on the keyboard playing the beginning of Cuban Crime of Passion. And then sure enough, two songs later, they go into Cuban Crime of uh, Passion. And um, it was a really, it, it seemed like a laid back performance of Cuban Crime of Passion. It really didn't seem all that passionate. It was really slow and thin sounding. Well, Billy Voltaire was a piano
0: player Up from Miami Way He could say in the bars He could sound like the stars
1: The ladies, there, paying, pay So, there was another one that uh, missed the mark as far as I was concerned. Well, then Pirate. This was, was kind of cool because they changed the arrangement to it. They turned it into a, a kind of ventures under the boardwalk style. Okay. And I can imagine a lot of purists being really upset by it, but I thought it was cool. I thought it, it, it fit perfectly.
3: See, at this point, <laughs> you know, it's it's okay to change it up a little bit. Yeah. I'm all right with it. Even that one. Yeah.
0: Watch the man who we sail to steam in your bed you can hold the treasure you have ever seen most
2: of a dream most of a stream and then back where i came where i come from mac and chippy that's the Mac song. Yeah, that it
1: was, it was unexpected as well. And Mac, obviously, since it's his song, he did an exceptional job of singing it. it sounded really good, and so good that they've kept this song in all four of those shows in the same spot.
2: Then we had surfing in a hurricane, which I'm not too crazy no, about either. It's just repetitive.
1: Yeah. yeah, they brought they kept that, and again linked it to Southern Cross just like last year. So and then after Southern Cross,
2: Margarita go with the Lost Verse. But probably not. <laughs>
1: yeah,
2: two verses in a row, right? The one that bugs me. Yeah. Then uh, a couple of encores, Bake of Bad Habits. Yes, now
1: this, finally, was an old song that surprised me that I have not heard yeah, in a while.
2: surprised it.
1: Still not one of my favorites. though. Yeah, but I, I did but appreciate. It I did appreciate him bringing it back, and finally, it's a song that bringing this song back kind of meant something because I haven't heard it that often. And according to Buffett News, the last time it was played was in Charlotte in 2006. Then after band intros, yeah. fins. Yeah, they saved fins for the end of the encore, the end of the first encore. Huh. A little different, and then he
2: went to Tin Cup Chalice for the the acoustic encore, which is always a good one. Yep, yeah, yeah. It's a good show. A big top tour. Yeah. I, I, uh, not much different from the last tour, but really not that much. Some newer stuff that even the last tour had the newest some of the newer stuff. Yeah,
1: I uh, I really I was really looking forward to this, and then when it started, I. I kept wondering has it come to it I mean has, am I back to like the Alpine Valley days where Buffett doesn't mean anything anymore because <laughs> it was just oh here's a song here's another song here's another song and it just meant nothing to me and it took a uh, good I don't know 20 minutes a half hour before suddenly he did something I didn't expect and it renewed my enthusiasm
2: yeah I didn't I don't like the choices like Jamaica Mistake everybody's yeah. on the phone even you know, surfing it Hurricane, I know it's a new one, but I'm not I'm too crazy about those. Well, thankfully, Chill the Rose is not in there. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm surprised. I thought for sure that would be.
1: I was seriously worried when I yeah. did the Draws video that they would come back with, with Chill the Rose. Mm-hmm. I swear, I was like, Jimmy, don't do it. It's going Don't surface. do it, Jimmy. You know it's going to surface. Somewhere uh, along the tour here.
2: People are gonna be clamored to hear it for some reason. Some people. Uh, I
1: can't imagine.
2: Or maybe some people in the band. I don't know. Or just Jimmy. Just Jimmy.
1: I hope he doesn't dust it off in Detroit. But <laughs> don't, give <him> <laughs> yeah. don't give him any ideas. Don't give him any ideas. This will
3: be where he does it. tell us about your brother with well, the talent yeah the, the uh the family member with the talent I heard uh, from my mom that he's gonna be playing a Parrothead Cruise on uh June the 12th out of uh, Pier 500 in Wyandotte so I suggest that we make it a field trip and take this show on the road and uh go to the uh, cruise it's 30 bucks for dinner and uh and a show, so I say we go. And uh, Jim is in the process right now of trying to learn as many Buffett songs as he can because he's played Buffett tunes in his uh, shows before, but not like a, an entire show of all Buffett tunes. Yeah. So he's got a challenge ahead of him. So I wanted to uh, pick your brains um, to see what. We think he should play, and of course he'll play the songs you know by heart. But I'm looking for things like if there happen to be some other fans there of our uh, caliber, um, what other songs, deeper cuts, people like that might appreciate. So Schmo had a few suggestions out there that, and I agreed with those.
2: Lot of podcast theme
3: song. Yeah, we do have to he convince, to convince him, him to play that. that. That's
2: for sure. But yeah, was, oh yeah I, I did say, but yeah. Uh, yep. But I, I, I'm thinking there's going to be some real Parrotheads there.
3: That's what I'm thinking. And I don't know if this is like a, a sponsored thing by like a Parrothead yeah, club or something. I, I don't know enough about uh, it.
2: So um, if it's not, if it's just like a Jimmy Buffett tropical cruise, then it might be a little different. They're yeah. If you're just songs you Right. Yeah, but if it's like sponsored by a paired head club, yeah,
3: That's what I'm thinking. So, and if it,
2: if that, it is that. The cuts will be appreciated. That would blow the
1: encore scene. Yeah, that's a good because idea. Because then not only when you get the songs, you get the arrangements because it's just going to be solo. Yep.
3: Yep, that's a good idea. Yeah. In fact, we will be on vacation next week. Our whole family's going, Jim's going. And I'll have my trusty iPod and iHome to go. I will force him to listen to the Encores. Give him some ideas. But uh, yeah, so if you think of anything, let me know and we'll, uh, we'll, well yeah, send you his list. any
1: listeners out there? Any suggestions? Yeah, exactly. Drop them to our uh, email line. either
3: side of us door door slamming just uh, drop us a line
1: on our inbox at podcast at northcoastcast.com or podcast at wastingaway.net and uh, give us your picks
3: I will definitely pass them along and and, uh, get them to play it maybe we'll record a couple of the songs and it is going to be solo acoustic right as far as I know it's it's not a duo thing it's a I so heard it was solo. So. Acoustic
1: guitar, solo. Yep. So don't pick anything elaborate. Yep, no
3: no crazy like arrangements and like nothing. Biloxi. Intricate, yeah. Yeah. And yeah, it's a it's a it's a cruise, so you gotta keep it kinda lively and and I've already reserved lovely cruise for like the last song. So. Yeah.
2: Yeah, was a cool time.
3: yeah, so that's June twelfth. We have some time between now and then. Any input would be greatly appreciated.
2: All right, yes. Sunfinder. So when you live on the north coast to you manage your time. You get the best of 3 months
1: Yeah, <laughs> didn't know she was pregnant. <laughs> no, <laughs> eight months. Well, eight months. I, I usually th- don't stare at their tummies. Uh, I mean, I couldn't believe it. I put her like at uh, four like or five months, a couple, couple weeks kid, ago. Uh, I mean, this could be a small
2: kid. Yeah, no doubt. And, and she was she's was smoking. Uh, yeah, last last two weeks she was smoking. Oh, oh you mean literally,
1: literally smoking. smoking? No, smoking okay. cigarettes.
2: <laughs> Thanks, She's <Jeez, laughs> okay. She's smoking like tobacco, like a cigarette. Okay, right. <laughs> the... <laughs> I like how <laughs> Mick just assumes I'm talking like that. She's smoking. <laughs> like I she talk was... like that all the time. Joe's <laughs> in the pregnant babes. <laughs> I, <don't know. laughs> I mean, That's the way She's I just talk. smoking. <laughs> Mick just the you know, what? <laughs> <laughs> no, it was really, well, it b- bothered me. I just ignore it. But Scott and Kirk were getting pissed. So last two weeks. In the first week. Yeah, we talked about that in the, yeah. last week. She, it, last week, Scott was yelling. Put it out, put it out. He's yelling at her. <laughs> she crossed the bar. Yeah. Get it out of your mouth, get it out. Of She's like, no. That's, that's it.